You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Red Legs Radio, the climate air conditioning, and Paradise Motors Mazda. Good evening to the Red and Blue Army. Thank you for joining us on Red Leg Radio. Thank you to Paradise Motors Mazda and Climate Air Conditioning and Solar. Footy is back in Sandville Statewide Super League. We take on the Bloods at Cooper Stadium tomorrow night. The teams very shortly. A huge show this evening. Special guest in the studio. We'll get to him in a moment. But first, the Red Leg Ragamuffins who give me so much entertainment each week. Great to see you, the coolest kid in Sandful Media. Geordie Pike. Good evening, Red and Blue Army. Are we ready to defeat the dogs at home? And uh, now, I'll tell you what, our corporate oh, climate. not the dogs, not, the bloods. Yeah, the, <laughs> yes, that's right. We're taking on Westies. I wasn't tuned in because uh, I do want to bring in our corporate climber who isn't in the studio Maybe tonight. Maybe that's why I thought of dogs. He is off on the Gold Coast <laughs> of the Magic Millions. Our auctioneer, putting to his skills his three-time Young Livestock Auctioneer of the Year award. And uh, my understanding is, has been auctioning off horses with values of that look like telephone numbers. Miles Fitzner, are you there? I am. Thanks for having me in, guys. I'm sorry I can't be down in Adelaide where it's six degrees, but I'm just sitting <laughs> on the balcony here where it's a nice 27 degrees up here today. Uh, some big sales going on over there, mate? Yeah, mate, going really well. I've been yelling out and calling some bids um, this week, so the auctioneers have been doing a good job. We spot the bids for them, and um, so apologies for the voice for being a bit husky, but we've had uh, some horses. Miss Rock sold over $2.3 million, uh, Global Glamour 1.5, and... Um, Oregon's Day 1.2 had about seven or eight lots over a million dollars, so it's uh, grossing about 60 million so far. So it's going all right. Auctioning so many horses, you've turned horse. Great to have you on board, Miles. We'll catch up with you very <laughs> shortly. But first of all, hey, Geordie and Miles, we have got. I mean, we've gone right to the top. We've got the head of state we have. here in the studio with us tonight. It's a big welcome to the president of the Norwood Football Club, Paul Delia. Thanks for coming in, Paul. Thanks, thanks, Hawking. Good, good, good to be here. Sixth year as president of the club. My, how time has flown. Your first year was uh, a premiership. How simple was that? Uh, what are some of the big changes you've really seen in Sandful Footy over that journey, mate? Um, yeah, well, the biggest one obviously was the introduction of two AFL sides into our competition, which happened in fourteen, and it was great. It was a great result for us on that day to get over the line in that uh, dying moments. I think since then there's been lots of other things that have occurred in terms of even the rule changes and the way the game's being played and the constant uh, pressures of what's happening outside of um, footy. And uh, more recently, the, the mid-season draft on those changes also affect our footy club. So one of the favourite changes of mine that's coming up is Redlegs rebuilding the fort. We're building the Wolf Blast Centre. Can you give us a progress update? Yeah, that's the most exciting thing in our footy club right this minute. It um, really is. You know, it's the home we, we haven't had for a number of years. It's our heart and soul to have that back. And, um, yeah, Chevello, whether you've been appointed the builders, they've mm-hmm. started on site two weeks ago. Demolition has started to occur in, in earnest, so uh, we're really looking forward to a magnificent new facility at Nord, and that uh, should all be 
up and running about uh, February, March next year. Excellent. It is tremendously exciting, isn't it, uh, Geordie? I want to talk to you about uh, the structure of the Sandful. It's, uh, it seems a bit top-heavy to me. We've got the league directors, of which uh, you are one, I believe, yep. and then the commissioners as well. So there's a lot of controls uh, overseeing Sandful football. Is there? Do you like the system, or could there be a, a slightly more streamlined way, perhaps? Yeah, it's an interesting one, Hooky, because I think the commission was set up some time ago to oversee the AFL clubs with an introduction, but we also have lead directors. We have club presidents and uh, we have, in some cases, club chairmen. So in some clubs, they've got three people running the club. In our footy club, we and a number of others, it's one person uh, that is a chairman, the lead director and the president. But I do think at times we're over-regulated and lots of times is also not sure the club values or the club wishes and needs are actually understood by people in the commission. And it's important to get people on the commission that have been from club land not too distant out, out of the game. Miles? I think I wanted to ask you is we've seen an article come out um, or a statement come out from Jake Parkinson this week just in regards to the mid-season draft and I'm sure we're going to go through it um, in more detail um, further into the show but what was the uh, level of correspondence that came um, from um, Jake Parkinson and his handful because we obviously haven't had anyone taken from Norwood in the mid-season draft but if that was to happen and they would have taken uh, to be taken by a local club were the rules and guidelines stipulated and, and has there been much correspondence coming from the SNFL to the clubs about what would have happened if one of their players had been taken? Yeah, Miles, that's a good, really good question. It's something that we, as a footy club, don't really like the mid-season draft and we think the rules and the regulations around that aren't really supportive and conducive to our competition. Um, the unfortunate part was we play against Port and the Crows, so if they had drafted one of our players, we'd be playing against them. We did argue with the SNFL to have a similar process to Western, uh, what the West Coast Eagles have got, where that if they're drafted, they go back and play for their local club rather than against their club. We think that's a bit of an issue. They did say what the rules were, so if, if Porter drafted one of our players, they wouldn't play against Port, um, but that still doesn't help the competition, the integrity of the competition long-term because then they actually make that side stronger when they play other teams. So um, the rules are a little bit unclear, and even what happens when they were unclear, and it's sort of evolved um, over the last sort of six months. So, Paul, you're our fifth president since 1982. And since 82, we've gone through so many ups that have been absolutely brilliant and a lot of downs, um, especially, you know, early 2000s. That was a big downer for us. Do you think the stability of a president is what helps us as a football club more than, you know, on-field stuff? Uh, I think it's uh, really important to have stability both on and off the field. And I Mm -hmm. think our footy club... I didn't know it was five since A2, but you know the people that came before me since A2 are, are legends of our footy club. And mm-hmm. I think having stability and going through the tough times is important. And I think if you can get off-field right, you can get on-field right. And when on-field right, off-field right. So it is a hand-in-gloves type approach. But if you can get stability both on and off the field, you have much more success. And the really good years of our footy club, we had really good leadership both on and off the field and good stability within our footy club. And it supports the club we are. We're shooting the breeze thanks to Climate Air Conditioning and Solar with Norwood Football Club President Paul DiIulio. Paul, uh, you've mentioned the AFL clubs and Norwood originally was supportive of uh, the Adelaide Crows coming into the competition and the Port Adelaide Magpies becoming the reserves team, if you like, for the power. As the competition progresses and it seems inevitable that there'll be an AFL reserves competition come in, do you feel like the eight clubs can stand on their own and possibly that we're getting to a time where the benefits that the AFL clubs bring in is being outweighed by uh, the negatives that perhaps we see, in particular with things like mid-season draft? And to be fair to Port and the Crows, I must say, they did avoid drafting any of the uh, anyone from outside of Port Adelaide. 
Yeah, that's true. And Adam, we're thankful for that and we're thankful they didn't take anyone from Nord. Um, I think the eight clubs can stand on their own two feet. I think we, we need to have a point of difference. And I think at the moment we're a bit of a hybrid. We're almost following what the AFL are doing in everything we do. And I think the people want to see local footy. And a lot of times you'll see you know, back in the old day how games used to be played. And there really needs a point of difference between the Sandford competition and the AFL competition. And we're not them. And we can't compete with them. And things they, the advantages the two AFL clubs got over our clubs is amazing. Um, and they, the concessions they've been given over time was also assisted them significantly. So I do think there's an opportunity that in the event that there was a reserves AFL competition and they did leave our competition, I think the eight clubs could stand up and really be a point of difference in the peak of football in South Australia and the, the way you get actually drafted in the AFL system. Would you be worried about a TV deal possibly going south? Um, no, not really. I think it's important for TV to have a sample on TV, but I think um, I'm probably a bit of a tradition that I actually would like crowds at the grounds, and I think mm-hmm. um, if we can have more people at the ground enjoying it, I think it's great for, for kids, great for participation, and especially with the evolution of women's football, having more and more people at the grounds and enjoying the football, I think is a better outcome than, than watching it on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're 5-2 to two at the moment. What do you think about our form right now? Because sometimes we've just skated in those wins. Yeah, I think um, we've played some unbelievably good football, some mm-hmm. attacking footy. I think uh, probably our season's highlighted by the game against the Crows. I think our first half was probably as good as footy we've played this year. Our second half wasn't that good at all. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and you look at all the games, there's been patches and we've played some really exciting, really entertaining footy. And, you know, Elizabeth Oval up by 41 points at, at three-quarter time and only fell in over line. Against Port, they got a couple of late ones, but at one stage I think we're up around 50 points. Mm-hmm. So some of the footy we played has been unbelievable and, and the additions we've had into the footy club this year have had a lot of run around the around the ball, which has been great. Um, yeah, consistency is probably the one thing that we haven't mounted over four quarters, so hopefully tomorrow night we can start against Westies with a four-quarter performance. Norwood Football Club president in the studio. Thanks to Climate Air Conditioning and Solar. It is time to talk about tomorrow night's game. And Geordie Pake, you have the Coopers teams. And once again, you're about to drop a bombshell, a big out for the club. Yeah. Um, so don't hate me for it, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start from the back. you got Mitchie Wilkins, Georgie, Smarty, Tommy Forster. Tiles is there too. BMAC will be playing for us tomorrow. And, of course... Redlegs radio host, favourite, Hookies boy, Zachy Richards. <laughs> uh, Dylan Steffens is there. You've got Tahini, Jono, Deck Hamilton. Coming up forward, you've got Dom Barry, Shentz, Brady. Um, and then following around, you've got my favourite player of 2019, Baldy, mm-hmm. uh, Mitchie Grigg, Bamps. And starting on the interchange, there's Willow Zust, Skipper Bode and Mac Bauer. Now... As well as yes, your boy Joshy Richards will play tomorrow. Well, your second boy, my boy's brother. Yeah, your boy's brother. So he's got to be a boy. Well, we we had this discussion two weeks ago when he didn't play. So hopefully, yeah, hopefully he'll play. Joshy Richards gets so a run if he this week. Gets selected, he will put play. That, now, put the house on it, guys. He will play. He there will you play. Miles always now, with the play. info, but the big out. The big out is Nos. He's out with a heel injury, so that could potentially hurt our midfield performance. But with the way West is going this year, we'll. Be fine. Um, what's the story on Matt Panos there, Miles? You'd have your finger on the pulse. Uh, well, from what I gather, they're keeping it pretty close to their chest. Mm. Um, it's a little bit like they were with Nunny the other week. Um, the heel injury had not um, not the plantar fascia from what I originally thought, um, but more likely um, just a little bit of a spell with a with a crook heel. Um, just an update on Nunny; he'll probably be back or in consideration next week. 
With that extended bench, as I said earlier, um, expect uh, Joshua Richards to debut. Put the house on it, he will play. Um, I am predicting that Bauer and Zulster are probably going to be the ones that miss out with Bodie back from um, from his little injury. But, uh, yeah, Richards to debut, Nunny next week in consideration. But uh, I haven't been able to sort of dig it out of anyone about Noss, really. But um, I- I've been told it's not the plan of fascia. So that's... Uh, uh, good news. Miles Fitzner, of course, Red Legs Radio's finest, always with the information from inside the club as to who is going to be fit and firing for a big game against West Adelaide tomorrow night. We're about to head to a break. We've got a massive show still to come. The Paradise Poser, Geordie's musical tribute, Alveolia Mats <laughs> Review, Barossa Boy, Wines Boy of the Week, Zach Richards Appreciation <laughs> Minute. It's all happening. Thanks for joining us here on Red Legs Radio. <laughs> Red Legs Radio for climate, air conditioning, and Paradise Motors Mazda. You're listening to Red Legs Radio with Geordie Pake, Miles Fitzner, Ben Hook, and our special guest, the president of the Norwood Football Club, Paul DiUlio. For those of you who like your little Twitter polls, our Paradise Poser this week, very simply, following the mid-season draft that the AFL imposed upon the rest of the footballing world, should. The Sandful, A, just simply accept it's a feeder league competition, B, demand more compensation from the AFL, or C, in retaliation, boot the AFL reserve sides. <laughs> uh, pretty much 50% of the support was to accept it's a feeder league, so a lot of people out there probably pro-AFL and think that the Sandful should just do its job and just supply its players. Very quickly, let's get the Geordie Pake take. The Pake take is that my heart says get rid of the AFL reserves. They're invaders and shouldn't be in our league. <laughs> um, but realistically, it's potentially a benefit having the financial you know, compensation come in because unfortunately, the reality is a lot of our clubs in SANFL are struggling. So use it to benefit your club. Miles Fitzner? Look, I'm probably the opposite. I actually think we need this running in um, um, as a mid-season draft in the feeder league for the AFL. It's actually, over time, it'll probably stem more competition um, within the clubs of players to actually get better and then prepare themselves for potentially to be picked up. So I think long-term, and especially when the AFL rolled out the mid-season trade period which will come on top as well, it'll probably free the draft up as much. Now, obviously, we've seen West Adelaide. They've lost two of their better players and have just been gutted in Will Snelling at pick seven to Essendon and John Noble at pick 14 to Collingwood. Um, they've got the rough end of the stick with um, the grassy knoll from South Adelaide going to Sydney. <laughs> but I, I think I think long-term, and, you know, Paul's probably sitting in his chair shaking his head at me going, come on, mate. But I think long-term, what it'll do is... Um, is essentially bolster the sample competition because you're going to get five, six, seven guys of each side really look after themselves and really push for that mid-season draft, and we need it. It'll end up making the competition better long-term. Uh, Paul, I very quickly want to ask you, is there anything more that Sandful and the clubs can do to sort of fight the mid-season draft without alienating prospective recruitment players? Yeah, I think the key thing for us and the players talk about it is the salary cap that we have to deal with. So I think if there's greater opportunity to increase the salary cap, increase the reward because we're expecting those players to almost play an AFL season, train like AFL players, 
I think reward and recognition for that would be a, a good way forward to encourage more people to come to Sandful. Thanks for taking part in the Paradise Poser on Twitter. Of course, it's at 1629SENSA. We need to get into tomorrow night's big game, 720, I think it is, mm-hmm. or 7, 720? Yep. 720, Cooper Stadium. We take on West Adelaide. It's fourth versus ninth. Won mm-hmm. 10 of our last 11 against uh, the legs. Geordie Pike. Will Norwood win? And I'm sure that's what you think. Why will they win? Yeah, so we've won the 10 against 11 against West, not the legs. Um, Sorry. Just so they know this is not Westies radio. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, last time we met at Coopers, we smashed them by 80 points. They're ninth, we're fourth. Um, You know, our win losses compared to theirs is amazing. They've won six, we're two, five. Um, Their last win was back in round four. But, you know, last game we had stupid mistakes that really hurt us. Um... Yeah, and we've got a big out that could hurt too, but, you know, we are quite a solid team and we bounce back. And we're Norwood. We're going to win at home. 7.20, it's my birthday round. They need to win for my birthday. <laughs> Miles Fitzner uh, from over there at the Gold Coast. How you th- how you feel like the uh, side's looking going into tomorrow night's game? Look, after the mid-season draft, I'm happy to meet them now. We haven't been in great form, obviously, and I think that uh, Totsie would have given them a little bit of a tune-up. Look, big losses for West. Will Snelling, fifth in the league for possessions, number mm. one for tackles. He goes. John Noble, obviously a star. Um, with that, with those two outs, you know, like your number one tackler and your number one possession getter pulled out, the bloke that's backing him up and feeding it to him, he's gone too. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they do with a matchup with Kane Stevens. He's number in the, uh, three in the league for tackles and number four for kicks. If they can shut down Kane Stevens, Giorgio does a job on John O'Beach, they're going to be all over him. Balderstone, he'll be licking his lips, rucking against Perella. Um, you know, this, this one. This is the game that tells me whether or not we're up and about this year. If they don't put these guys away by five or six goals, then I'm going to be concerned. But they, uh, this should be as easy a kill as we're going to get this season. West Adelaide, the worst attacking team in the league. They're 10th for scores, 10th for scoring shots, 9th for inside 50s, 10th for shots uh, for the amount of inside 50s they get in, and they're also 10th for defensive efficiency. The only little asterisk I've got alongside the Bloods is that they are the number one first quarter team in the competition, would you believe? Six out of seven times this year they've been ahead at quarter time. Trouble is, of those six games, they've lost five of them. So uh, certainly <laughs> Staying, staying with uh, staying with West uh, to quarter time is going to be important, Miles. Yeah, just a quick one on that. What what I'm really liking from us at the moment is the fact that we're, we're able to play Stevens and Tahini. Mm. Now, Tahini's obviously is going to be a star with Josh Richards to debut. You know, we've got Nunny and Noss out. Um, it should be it should be um, a quite an easy game. I know you like your first quarter stats and and it's happened in the past, but yeah, this one's as straightforward as it gets for me. This this sets up where we are. If we kill them then I've still got the confidence. But if not, um, yeah, um, the alarm bells will be going off if we lose this week, I'd imagine. Mm. Pre- Nord Football Club President, Paul Diulo, just very quickly, what do you think of the important things to get over the line tomorrow night? I think clearly uh, don't underestimate Westies. I know they've lost a couple of players, and that obviously people think that it should be easy. But I think for us it's about work rate, effort, and bringing four quarters of football that we can play, and hopefully if we do that, we'll get the, the job done. That's our match preview. Thank you to Violia. It is time to move on to the Brosser Boy Wines Boy of the Week. And we had no football to play. Ooh. So uh, I had to delve back, and I had a quick look at the reserves, and I've decided to give the Brosser Boy Wines Boy of the Week to Mac Bauer this week, who was very, very good against the Eagles in the reserves. Disappointing performance from our reserves a fortnight ago. Mm-hmm. But Mac's had an interesting couple of weeks, hasn't he, Miles? He um, he was injured, I think, hurt his back in the, uh, the grand final rematch 
rematch at Prospect Oval. Uh, missed a week or two, came back via the reserves. He was the leading possession getter. And uh, I don't know if he'll get into the side tomorrow night, but uh, it was a good bounce back from him because you can very easily just get stuck running around in a reserves team uh, that isn't really firing all its bullets. So the Barossa Boy Wines Boy of the Week this week will go to Mac Bauer. Miles Fitzner, you happy with Mac's form? Oh, look, I am happy with Matt. Look, he's look one of those guys that um, I think tends to be a little bit of the, the in and outer and, and the scapegoat sometimes. You get a few that come into the back line. You know, sort of between him and Tommy Forster, mm. you can sort of throw a blanket over them, but the other guys are set. He's going to have a long SANFL career, Matt Bowler. You're probably going to be unlucky again this week, but one of the really good guys at the club too. Really, really nice guy. Really nice girlfriend, Matty Watson. But uh, one of the good guys, <laughs> and I'm really happy with him as the Barossa boy of the week. And it sounds like I need one. I'm a little bit hoarse up here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to give you a bit of a chop out here because we're going to bring in our weekly musical tribute. Geordie yep. Pate, you are there on board. Now, I don't know if I gave you the tip off of who I wanted, but I, uh, I did speak to you before the show. <laughs> we're going for Luke Sermon, who yeah. has been missing from our team for a number of weeks now. Mm-hmm. Could you please give us your musical tribute to Luke Sermon? So, Luke, on behalf of myself and the Red and Blue Army, this is for you. <laughs> Bit of Bananarama on your Thursday night. Bananarama. How good is that? <laughs> hey, oh, Miles, just before we get off the uh, Veolia match preview, I believe you are calling the game for SENSA tomorrow night? Yeah, I am. Um, I'll be flying out of here at midday tomorrow and getting in. And uh, you'll be on with Andrew Hayes and John Casey. So broadcast from 7 o'clock. Download the app and uh, have a listen. Tell your friends, but we'll be on live uh, tomorrow from 7 o'clock. We can't have a Red Legs radio show without my favourite new segment. <laughs> and I've produced a little musical sting for it. Here it is. <laughs> Love, love, love. It is the Zach Richards Appreciation Minute that we get to each and every week. Now, I've got a little story to tell you guys. He made his debut, our boy Zach Richards, or my boy Zach Richards, round 11 of 2015 against Glenelg. We had a win. Mm -hmm. He played his first game of 2016 in round nine against West Adelaide. We had a win. In 2017, he actually played in round one against North Adelaide. We had a win. In 2018, he played his first game for the club that year in round 11 against Glenelg. We had a win. And, of course, this year, back to round one, March 29 against Glenelg, and we won by five points. So my argument is he played the reserves finals. We should have brought him back into the side for the grand final last year. We would have won it for sure with my boy, Zachy Richards. Oh, my God. Look, I don't want to talk about last year's grand final ever again. But yeah, Watch maybe. Got a leg this week, guys, with his brother playing. <laughs> yeah, you got little brother Josh will be in the side with him. It's going to be fantastic. Paul Delia, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Hooky. We really appreciate it. Uh, you're going to be at the footy tomorrow night. Absolutely, calm the legs. And Miles Fitzner, you'll be calling it for SENSA. Thanks for joining us, everyone. We appreciate your company, Miles Fitzner, Ben Hook, and Geordie Pake, of course, our special guest, the Norwood Football Club president, Paul Delia, with us this evening. We've really appreciated it. We'll see you tomorrow night at the footy.